amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation and enlightening guests, and I'm glad you are here. The pace of life as we live it now leaves very little time to truly connect with our partners, and yet the need for good communication is greater, is more urgent than ever before. My guest on today's show is Jonathan Robinson. He teaches about how to communicate effectively in couples, and he has structured practices to help us do just that. We'll talk about ways to keep the lines of communication open, how to become a better listener, how we can maybe learn about and avoid our own triggers and our partner's triggers, and lots more. Are you ready to meet him? Jonathan Robinson is a psychotherapist and a professional speaker who conducts workshop on communications, leadership, and team building at Fortune 500 companies. He's the best-selling author of 12 books, including his new book, More Love, Less Conflict. You can find out more about Jonathan and his work at morelovelessconflict.com. Jonathan, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you, Karen. I'm really looking forward to this. Oh, me too. Well, and I should have said in the introduction, we're probably going to play with an exercise here, at least one. So I'm I'm looking forward to this too. It feels to me like we're at a time when we're more separated from each other than ever before. And even in couples relationships, we're pulled apart by political ideology or about our views about world events. We're pulled apart through distraction and obligation and worry about money and everything else. What is it that you see in your practice that is at the heart of why Couples are having such a hard time these days. Well, there's more stress than ever before, and there's also more distractions. I I say that uh, we all are subject to WMDs nowadays, which is not weapons of mass destruction. It it stands for widgets of mass distraction. You know, we we have Facebook, we have uh, text, we have email, but all these are rather superficial way of, communicating. And what we really want is deep, loving connections and intimacy with the people we care about. And that is harder than ever before because of these distractions and because of all the stress and the pace of life. Well, and some of those things like social media seem like they give a promise of intimacy or a promise of connection, but it's, it's hollow. That's not really there. Yeah, you know, a a thousand Facebook friends does not really equal one really good friend who's there with you and really gets you. And so we've gone for quantity, but not quality. And I think that that has been a bad deal. So in the More Love, Less Conflict book, I have like 40 different methods that generally can be done in under a minute. 
that lead to intense, really loving, deep quality. You know, if you look at the word intimacy, the, the instructions for getting there are actually in the word, into me see. You know, so when you want to reveal stuff, when you reveal stuff about yourself, it creates a doorway where true love and connection can shine. That can be difficult, though, because in, in couple relationships where trust has been betrayed or where communication is is not ideal or it's been harsh, that opening up, being vulnerable to your partner might not feel safe. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm a psychotherapist that specializes in getting giving people very simple exercises that help with this. Because, you know, like if you're trying to build a house and all you have is a hammer, that's going to take forever. But, you know, if you have all the power tools available to you, you can build that house pretty easily. So these exercises help to restore trust. They help to create uh, more appreciation. They help to overcome arguing and things like that. Whereas without these tools, I don't know how couples do it. I mean, it would seem almost impossible to me. So you've been a psychotherapist in practice for many years. What would you say is the most common issue that you find as, as couples come to you? I imagine you see couples who are just beginning their relationship, couples who are in long relationships and everything in between. Well, usually by the time somebody goes to a psychotherapist, they've waited six years uh, to go to them. So they're usually wow. on the very verge of divorce and screaming at each other. Uh, so the the normal problem is that they uh, actually have gone to a point where they argue all the time, they're blaming each other, and they are sick of each other. Now, even in those situations, I can usually turn it around in two sessions or less. In fact, I only see couples for two sessions or less because if I can't turn it around in two sessions, I probably can't turn it around. Um, and it's not that I'm that good, it's that these methods are that good because people really yearn for love and if they know how to communicate in a way that leads to love, then they get there. But most people, they only know how to communicate in a way that uh, leads to blame and hurt because that's kind of the language we're taught in this culture. And once you learn another language, uh, the language of what really leads to connection, then you, you, you know, do it because it's, it feels really good. Okay, so how can we start to learn that language? What's something that people listening could maybe try with their partner after they listen to the show? Sure. Um, of course, there's, you know, 40 of these simple things. But I want to show people how simple they are. And actually, one way of doing it is that you and I can do a couple of them together. Sure. And people can see. Now, uh, you know, they're only going to get like, two out of 40 different methods. But I want to show that they're not complex. They're, they're so simple that a lot of them are really like fill in this blank, the sentence blank. You know, so one of them, for example, is to say something I notice about you that I appreciate is. I want to say why this is effective. You know, a lot of couples, uh, they, they don't say what they appreciate about their partner, the little things. And studies show that the best predictor of how happy a couple is, is the amount of appreciations they say to each other. That is the best predictor. So just by not making it up, not, not you know, coming up with stuff that you don't really feel, but 
when you ask yourself, well, what could I appreciate about my partner that they've done in the last day? Or what's some trait that they have that I appreciate? And telling them consistently, I do this once a day with my partner, with my wife. Um, it's amazing how effective that is for creating a, a bond. Now, I'm not saying that that solves all problems. I have methods that solve problems, but this is a very simple thing to do. So I thought you and I would do it. Now, we don't know each other very well, Karen, but I already uh, know of a couple things I really appreciate about you that I've noticed. So uh, I I will start. Something I noticed about you that I appreciate is that you're very um, clear in your communication, like we talked for a couple minutes before the show, and you very much stated uh, what you wanted and checked it out with me to see, will that work for you? And, and made me very comfortable and had a, a very warm presence to you. And I appreciate all of that because uh, not everybody uh, ha- has those traits. <laughs> so. Oh, thank you. Something I noticed about you that I appreciate is that there is an um, there is an openness and a transparency in the way that you speak and the way that you present yourself that comes that comes through. So when I listen to you, I know that I'm talking to someone who believes in what he's saying, and you really you really project that, and I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. Now we this that whole exercise took you know one minute, and um, I already feel more bonded to you. I'm ready to marry you now. I just tell me where you live, and I'll just I'm coming over, and we're sure, there. We are. We're bonded. My wife about that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, those things can make a difference. Now, just between you and me, don't tell my wife this, but um, okay. I sometimes get caught up in my work and things I have to do, and I forget to say an appreciation. So I have uh, this wonderful assistant uh, named Siri on my phone who um, tells me, reminds me, to say an appreciation every day. And my wife thinks I'm like the most warm-hearted, appreciative, considerate person. Well, it's not that I'm not a good person. It's that I have really good technology that helps bring the love forth and helps to grow it. And uh, I think when people find the right tools, that it makes a huge difference in their not only their intimate relationship, but really every relationship. Well, and you're speaking into something I think that's important. So I'm also partnered and I've been with my partner for 32 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so a long, long relationship. And what you're speaking into is not just appreciation, but also consistency. And yeah. not the kind of consistency that degrades the relationship or wears it down or gets boring. You're talking about a consistent level of appreciation that actually keeps things moving. And that's yeah. so consistency is important here, too. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we need all the help we can get. That's where uh, a phone, which might keep us in a more superficial communication, can be helpful because it reminds me to do the little habits that lead to more love and less conflict. Are you ready for another game? Yes, please. Okay. This one's very simple. It's a way of, of kind of revealing whatever level of information you want, and we can do a couple rounds each um, where you just complete the sentence, uh, if you really knew me, you'd know blank. So, um, Karen, if you really knew me, you'd know, uh, I sometimes worry 
I come off as as like a salesman, whereas what I really feel like these methods can change people's lives. So um, I'm always <laughs> I, I always get feeling a little bit weird if I sound too preachy or too salesy because I, I don't like people like that. <sighs> Oh my goodness. Okay. So I received that. Let's see if I, let's see, if you really knew me, you would know that one of the ways I drive myself through administrative tasks that I don't especially want to get done, things that I've been putting off, is I put on my favorite Electric Light Orchestra album and I play it as loud as I can while singing as, as I move through those difficult administrative tasks. So some people think I might do everything with like, I don't know, Tibetan singing bowls going off and incense and stuff. No, I'm actually bellowing the words to my Electric Light Orchestra album. That sounds fun, and I now know that you have good taste in music, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, little things like this can, can help to create more of a sense of connection. You know, there's really three levels of communication. There's, like, basic information, like how's the weather, what time are we meeting. Then there's going into feelings. And then there's even going into, like, what's going on right now. And the deeper the communication, the more connected you feel, but most people don't know how to, how to deepen that. So the tools can be very useful in that regard. You're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, and my guest is Jonathan Robinson. His new book is More Love, Less Conflict, a communication playbook for couples. You can find out more about Jonathan and his work at morelovelessconflict.com. Those exercises, which just, uh, for me, op like opened me up, I'm grinning here on the other side of the microphone, so really opened me up. How do you help couples use these exercises in a way that continues after the, whatever the problem is or crisis is, after that has passed? Well, sometimes what I do is I suggest that they have a, a weekly ritual dinner where they do one or two exercises. Or, you know, when you're in the car, um, to ask a certain question that leads to more intimacy or helps to overcome problems. Uh, and there's some methods that, you know, happen very much in the moment. For example, uh, I have various ways to help people overcome arguments, but one really simple method is agree that any time you're both getting a little uh, worked up and, and you're afraid of or you're not feeling good about how a conversation's going, either of you can say the words red light, and that is a signal that you have to take a three-minute time out and be silent. And then hopefully you can start again and, and the communication will go better. That simple technique has pretty much uh, made all arguments with my wife disappear over the last five years. So. Wow. Some of them are so powerful that really if you use them once in the office or you read about them in the book and use them once, you go, wow, that really worked. That was amazing. So, you know, it tends to be self-reinforcing. But I also use my, my phone to remind me or my wife and I once a week, we have a date night and we choose a technique from the book and we use it and it helps to create a deep bond even if both of us have had a, had a stressful day. And it feels to me from reading the book like you're also good at getting to the feeling or the desire or the 
place that's out of alignment, that's at the heart of the issue instead of focusing on the surface. So often when people are arguing, the answer to what's the matter with you, it's, you know, what's the matter with me? You're what's the matter with me. Thank you very much. And why are you so upset? I'm upset because you're an idiot. We, we go there and you have ways of getting to the, to the real feelings that are at the heart of what's going on. Can you speak a little bit into that because I think there's arguing at that surface level where the arguing is about how I've messed it up and I always messed it up or we don't have enough money or it's not going to work. And then there's kind of constructive discussion about here's what we're facing. Here's what we're both feeling and how do we move forward? Yeah. Well, you know, you're right that we tend to go towards blame, but I don't know about uh, you, Karen, but in, in the 20 years I've been married, never once when I told my woman, my, my wife how wrong she was, and how uh, she's to blame, did she respond by saying, oh, yeah, now I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'll have to change that. I, I'm so grateful you showed me the errors of my ways. That, that has never happened. I'm zero for a thousand on that one. And know? me too on my side, yeah. yes. So um, what works better is really something as simple. I mean, there's there's a lot of methods in the book, but just completing the sentence, right now I'm feeling, and right now I'm wanting. So it might be right now I'm feeling, you know, sad that we're not communicating really well, and I'm feeling frustrated right now, and what I'm wanting is a real uh, open connection where I feel understood by you, and that you feel understood by me, so we can get back to a place of love. Now, that, that's a communication that rarely happens because people don't have the tool that says, right now I'm feeling and right now I'm wanting. You know, that's not rocket science, though. It, once you know that tool, it can circumvent and prevent lots of arguments. <laughs> you know, one, one simple tool can do a lot, and you don't have to remember a lot of theory. Uh, you don't have to remember a lot of of ideas, you just have to remember, I'm feeling, now I'm wanting. Do you feel that? So I should so I should say here, I grew up in a home where my parents argued all the time, but they were careful never to argue in front of us mm-hmm. as children, except that we always knew that they were arguing. It was one of those things where they thought they were geniuses at never arguing in front of us. But of course, we knew and also yeah. heard the content of all the arguments. Can arguments ever be a constructive or a healthy way to let out some pressure in the relationship? I know I remember myself as a child thinking, I wish they would just say what was that what was going on well i think there's two definitions for argument one is where you're blaming somebody and you're uh trying to hurt them and put them down i think that that's never useful i think that damages relationships and then there's heated disagreements where you are are very passionate about feeling one way and your partner is another way and i think that's fine as long as that is a springboard to being able to really get what your partner is feeling. You know, I say the number one thing people want in relationships is understanding. They want to be understood or gotten by their partner. And uh, that if you can say what you're feeling passionately and your partner can get that, then that's fine. That that can be a good step to solving your problem. Hmm. 
when you um, you said at the beginning of the of the program that you work with couples for two sessions, and if at the end of two sessions, then you then you pretty much are done. We've either made a change or we haven't made a change. Are there things that you look for that let you know? Yes, this is a relationship where there is possibility. It can be fruitful. There can be healing and change. Or no, this relationship has probably run its course. How do you recognize those? Well, if a couple uh, is not willing to use any communication, and and often often uh, all you need is one person to use the proper communication. You don't need your partner to be interested in it. Really, it's not like dancing where you need two people, you know, to tango. Really, just one person using the methods is enough. But if one person is not willing to use it, then I say, okay, well, if you're not willing to do anything different, you're going to get the same result. So even cases where people have been at each other's throats for 30 years, I've seen it turn around in an hour. And the reason I don't do more than two sessions is because it's kind of like being a doctor. You, you don't keep going to the doctor for the same flu. You go once, he says, you know, this is what you need, and uh, take this antibiotic or whatever, and you should be better. And I'm kind of the same way. Take this tool and use it, and you'll be better. And if for some reason they're not better or they're not using the tool, then I say, well, uh, I'm not the guy to help you. But I have about a 97% success rate, so I feel pretty wow. good about it. My um, gosh, yes. That's a, that's a very high success rate. Now, when I say success, I mean that uh, the couples stop having just blame sessions. Some of the couples I go to say, hey, I realize that we're really have different aims and we're not supposed to be together. I still love them and I understand that we're at a different place. That for me is a success if couples can leave uh, or change the relationship and still uh, have love in their heart. Well, sure, because then there can be healing at whatever level and in whatever kind of practical arrangement works best. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, I do want to mention for your listeners that I do have on the More Love, Less Conflict dot com website um, a list of 12 questions. I call them the instant intimacy questions. And these are questions you can ask your mate or anyone, and they always lead to a deep connection. And I think people want those quick ways to connect, especially because, you know, sometimes we don't have a lot of time to spend with the people we care about. That You know, if you're driving with someone or you're having lunch, these 12 questions will help you to get there, and that's free on the website. So that's that's really good. So those that free resource is available at morelovelessconflict.com. Do you talk about in the book um, nonverbal communication, the power of, of nonverbal communication when talking just maybe isn't going to cut it? Yeah, I do. And in fact, I have three or four methods in there for that. One of them, Jay Leno said uh, on the Tonight Show that saved his marriage. So it's a, it's very powerful. Um, it's a way to avoid arguments. It basically involves hugging your partner and breathing in unison with them. And interestingly enough, that helps put you on the same wavelength. But there's also other little things you can do that help show that your partner that you care. It might be as simple as holding their hand, you know, or, or uh, giving your partner a shoulder massage. These little things, especially for some people, they make a big difference because some people the way that they receive love is mostly through touch. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I know we're just at the end of our time and um, there's so much, there's so much here. Let me just ask you, you've, the, this is a communication playbook for couples. Can you talk a little bit about why you called it a communication playbook? Is it because it's so intensely practical, which I just love? Well, yeah, it's like a it's a book of little strategies. You know, uh, a playbook is how are we going to deal with uh, this issue, or how can we uh, get to more love when we're both stressed? And so it has all these different answers for that. And it's like a, a menu in a restaurant. You choose the one that works for you, the one that feels right to you. And once you find one that works for you, you really have a friend for life. Uh, where you know, it's like a technology that you can depend on. That is wonderful. Jonathan, thank you so much for being on the show. My pleasure, Karen. Thanks for having me. Thank you. That's Jonathan Robinson. His new book is More Love, Less Conflict, a communication playbook for couples. You can find out more about Jonathan and his work and download those free resources, the questions that inspire intimacy at More Love, Less Conflict. Com. And of course, I always invite you to check out KarenHager.com. It's a wonderful place to find out what's coming up on this radio show. Check out upcoming classes and events. There are some changes coming, new, exciting classes coming, including one called Heart of Abundance that I'm all excited about. So all that's up at KarenHager.com. And you can also book a private session with me there if you are so inclined. If you are looking for a deeper understanding of your path, of your relationship, of what is in your heart or the ways in which spirit is communicating to you, moving you forward, go ahead and check out uh, a private session. See if we're a good fit to work together. And if you agree, as I do, if you feel as I do, that when we focus our intention on positive change, that things really can change. I invite you to check out openpeacefulheart.com. You can hear guided meditations. There are recordings there for you. And it also invites you to be part of a free monthly guided meditation where we gather for 15 minutes with people from around the world to focus on peace in our hearts and peace in the world. Thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time. I'm wishing you peace. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.